All right. All right, whenever you're ready, Wallace. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? It's another Prime Sports episode. We're going to talk some basketball. As always, I'm Wallace. I'm joined by my boys, AJ. Mm, swimming in the aesthetic, baby. Mm, Stark. What up, what up? Riley. It's starting to feel like spring with that All-Star game coming. And Ronnie. Hey, yo, Brad Stephen, what you doing, bro? Come on, now. So... Today, we're going to go over All-Star Reserves. We got a quick breaking news announcement. You'll probably hear about it by the time this drops. But so far for the reserves, we got Jalen Brown from the Celtics, Anthony Davis, who was replaced by Devin Booker from the Suns, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, James Harden, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Nikola Vucevic and Zion Williamson rounding out the reserves for the East and the West. AJ, what do you think about these reserves? Uh, yeah, I just want to highlight my man, James Harden. You know, he's going to lead the league in assists uh, and probably the Nets to the chip. I'm so excited about that. Um, I like Julius Randle killing it, holding it down for the Knicks. Uh, I don't know if he's aver- averaging close to triple-double, but he's definitely feeling that, like, four-man – put the ball on the deck in the high post score, pass it out to the teammates. Uh, I like, you know, I like those kind of offenses. Those are pretty cool. Um, who else? Zion first uh, all-star appearance. I like that. Um, well-deserved. He's, you know, man, <laughs> this dude is like, I don't know if he's averaging in between 25, 30, but God, he is, he's like six, seven, six, six or whatever. And playing real big with these dudes. Uh, who else? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'll just leave it at that for now. I'll let y'all uh, take uh, take on some of the other ones. Stark, big surprises? I got to say, I don't see many big surprises at all. I mean, I do see some snubs, which we'll get into later, but I'm extremely happy that Zach Levine made it. I'm a big fan of him. really want him to come to Philly, but <laughs> I really like Zach Levine's game, and I'm happy he's getting recognized. I mean, he potentially could have started. I'm happy they didn't snub him out. Gotta always be happy about Ben Simmons. He had a rough January, but turned it around completely this month. So, of course, happy to see a sixer there. You got Julius Randle, like AJ touched upon and said, I'm happy he didn't get snubbed. I know the Knicks aren't necessarily the best, but they're a playoff team because of Randle. And again, well, like AJ said, Zion getting a nomination was great. I like to see it. Riley. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have too many objections. I think the only objection is possibly Chris Paul. We'll probably touch on that a little bit during our subs uh, snubs conversation. But I really don't have too many objections. I think they did a solid job overall. Um, you know, happy for guys that made it for the first time. As we said, Julius Randle, there was a cool image yesterday of, I think they put his mom on the video board at Madison Square Garden, basically announcing that he made the all-star team. Really awesome to see that. He actually wears his number for his mom. So super cool moment moment right there. Happy for him. But yeah, I don't really have any, you know, players that I'm really saying that shouldn't be there. I think everybody has been well, you know, I think the players that made it are the players that should have made it. And overall, you know, you got some first time guys, you know, up and coming guys in the league that are going to get some spotlight on that big time audience. You know, everybody going to be watching at home. Everyone looks forward to that all-star game. So happy for the guys that are going to be there for the first time, like Julius Randle. 
um, to be able to be in the spotlight and hopefully grow in their NBA careers. Well said, Ronnie. Hey, man, first, I'm going to get like, you know, not going to be on the substance right now. So first, I'm going to say how proud I am of, like, you know, Ben Simmons making it since he had a, like what Stark said, a hard January. Nothing was going for him so far, but he actually made it to the All-Star game. Um, I'm actually very happy that, um, what is it called? Bradley Beal made, made, like, you know, the starting lineup. Um, I wasn't here for the last one. I don't know if you have touched upon that, but, uh, yeah, man. Now for the, you know, selfish man. Pardon me. I'm so proud of Jalen Brown making the their freaking all-star game, bro. It's been best deserved. I mean, to be honest with you, he should have made it last year, but, you know, this year he's going to finally get, you know, his buckets into the all-star game and hopefully next year too and so on. But, yeah, man, let's go. Agreed, agreed, all all on board. Um, I have a couple, like, not surprises, but um, more so, more so, like, I don't know the right word I'm looking for here. Let's talk. Well, let's talk a little bit about like Westbrook, for example. Did you guys think Westbrook? He's starting to turn it up now. You think it's a little too little, too late thing? Maybe he would. You think he would have made it if he stayed consistent? Yeah, it might have been uh, a little too late, and the Wizards were hurt, and COVID hit them. So, but yeah, Westbrook is one of the the people on the cusp for me. Uh, Jeremy Grant, but you know, I'll I'll, I'll save some of that for later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just want to throw that out there, like to tiptoe in. Uh, Stock, you're going to say something? SGA. Yeah, I'll say this. It would have been insane if Beal and Westbrook made it, considering the Sixers are the top seed in the East and they only had two All Stars. I mean, two is really good, and it's more like for top teams, that's the standard. But if you have the Wizards, who are a bottom team in the East with two All Stars, too, I, I don't think it adds up right. The Wizards aren't performing well this season. For them to have two All Stars, it probably just didn't make sense among the league. So I understand completely why they didn't include him. Okay. I think, you know, even for myself, you know, what I'm thinking along these lines is I'm surprised Westbrook didn't make it only because the fan vote was 50% of the vote. And I figured that like a player like him, that's a fan favorite, you know, probably would have had his votes boosted just from that alone. I believe the other decision, the the rest of the decision came down to the media members as well as other NBA players. But I'm just simply surprised that he didn't make it just off the fan boat, 50%. That was uh, quite a margin. Ronnie, you got anything to add on this? Uh, nah, I'm just I'm actually surprised that he didn't make it. One, because, like, you know, like we're basically what Riley said, you know, he was like a fan favorite and it was pretty low for him. But, you know, it's all good. You know, the Wizards are starting something up that on this half of the season. Let's hope they make it to the playoffs. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I thought, I mean, again, all-star game, like as we said in our all-star video, um, like should it even happen? Um, check it out if you didn't. But um, if 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 the all-star game is for the fans, they're the ones that have the predominant amount of the vote. But I've always been just wary about that because you get people, you know, you get people who on the on the team who shouldn't be there and people that should, i.e. the snubs. Like I was always, I think the fan vote should be like maybe like 35% of the vote and the rest goes to the coaches. So I think it should be equitable. You know, it's it's for the fans. It's cool that we can see all our favorite stars together playing a game together, but the fans shouldn't have most of the vote because I think the younger generation of fans makes up a bigger base of basketball, uh, like, like let's say, Stark and Ronnie's uh, age group. 
they make up a bigger base than I say our our um, generation right now, especially since the uh, NBA is reaching out internationally to other countries, and there's a lot of young fans um, uh, in in those demographics. So I think they should temper that a little bit, but that's just my opinion. So let's get to some snubs. Um, we've already established that Devin Booker is taking uh, AD spot. Um, Devin Booker's been on a tear. He's been averaging nearly 27 points per game on about 58% shooting, so definitely deserves that reserve spot. Uh, Mike Connolly. Mike Connolly has been averaging about 17 points per game and uh, six assists. And, you know, he's in the lineup with, with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and he's, I think he's that third guy on that team. And uh, certainly, like, a, a cog in that machine's uh, success because they've been on it. They've been on a tear for the last, like, you know, few weeks. So uh, what do you guys think about Mike Connolly not making it? AJ. Um, like, uh, the the Jazz, what are they, the, the top seed in the West? So, you know, they could right. get three, uh, three All-Stars, but I think – it's fine with Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. There's just so many other, and and I feel bad for Mike Conley. What is he a zero time All Star or maybe one time one of the underrated point guards? He's never made an All Star. Yeah, game throughout his whole career. So it's like, and he used to kill it on the Grizzlies. They were in playoff contention year round. He was one of the main uh, uh, pieces on on those teams. So it's kind of just it just sucks for him that he's just in this. <laughs> in this era where there's just the, the Curry's, the, the Westbrook's, you know, when he was in the, uh, in the West, uh, he just wasn't able to break through and him having such a great season this late in his career to be considered even for an all-star uh, spot is just a testament to how well his, his IQ too. That's what uh, I see uh, is his longevity, uh, you know, a factor in his longevity uh, this whole time. But you know, there's just so many other people that if I were to leave uh, Conley off the list, I'm not losing sleep over it. Stark. I agree 100% with what AJ said, and I feel this exact same way about Tobias Harris. So when I say this, I'm saying it about both of them. Both of them are the third options, the third stars, as you can say, for their respective first seed teams. Like both of their teams are the first seed, and they were both snubbed from this all-star game. And it doesn't go against them as the third options for their team, but there's just so much firepower with people being first and second options for their teams that these third stars didn't make it, even though their teams are number one in the conference and they're contributing. It's just the firepower in these conferences are ahead of them. And it's, it's a shame, but it's truly what it is. And I do want to add just, just in case, uh, um, if there was a third all-star on the jazz, I would, I would kind of throw a Boyan or, Clarkson in there because uh, nobody, wants to, see, uh, yeah, nobody wants to see Sixth a man of the uh, year. Big Eastern European man at the all-star game. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you're wrong. Um, I, I, would, I would go, I would go with Clarkson over, over Bogdan though. Just, just out of that, out of the two uh, Riley. Yeah. You know what, with my, Michael Conley too, I think he's just a, um, suffering from the consequences of the guard position, just being so rich in the league. You know, I mean, the guys that got left off, there's some really great names that got left off. You know, I mean, Conley's stats say it all, but the names like DeRozan, DeAndre Fox, Trey Young, Van Fleet, SGA with your Oklahoma City Thunder, 
they all got left off, you know? So it's hard to take off the guards that are already there, the, the guards that made it. I mean, even the reserves, you know, the guard position, you have Lillard, you have Chris Paul, you have Donovan Mitchell, you have those great guards already there. So you have to, if you're going to make the case for Michael Conley Jr., you have to make the case to take one of those guys off, and you just simply can't do it. Yeah, it's a real, real veteran-heavy uh, roster. Um, I guess the average years in the league that you have here is probably like around eight years in the league plus um, in regards to like the all-star uh, game in general with the rosters. Uh, Ronnie, thoughts on Connolly? My thoughts are pretty like, you know, similar because like, you know, like, you know, what you guys have been saying, this league is like so heavy in guards, like, you know, you get the Curry's and, and stuff like that. But, you know, Mike Conley should have made it because he's also like, I would say Mike Conley is the second star on that team because like even when he wasn't injured, he was putting up buckets. He was helping the team. He was helping like, you know, Donovan Mitchell, like, you know, move the ball a lot more and get like, you know, score a lot more points. But the one person I saw like besides Mike Conley is like Tobias Harris. Even though I'm not a Sixers fan, I've been paying attention to his game. He's been going off. Last year, he had a biggest slump even as start. Now he's like, you know, he's like, Kind of like, you know, sometimes when Joel B is not playing, they go to him second. Like, you know, he's like like going off for like, you know, that team. But like, you know, it's a league where like, you know, you have the LeBron, you have the Zions and stuff like that. You can, Sometimes, you know, you can't just put like some random players in like Tobias Harris, but just like, you know, having one great season. But, you know, who cares, you know? The All-Star, All-Star game is really not like a big thing in like the NBA when the championship is, so. Did you staff fire for, you know, the champ, uh, playoffs? Okay. This was actually really surprising me. I was so sure last year that they were going to make it. Um, the last year's finals darlings, Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, they didn't make it at all into the All-Star, All-Star game. Like, the Heat started off, like, slow, but so did the Wizards, and the Wizards got Beal in there. So I would expect one of the two to get in, especially over, at, like, you know, Chris Paul's a, Chris Paul's a go. He's, he's, he's just a great leader um, for whatever team he joins. And I, I kind of didn't know if I felt okay with him being on the team or making it over, like, Bam and Jimmy. Um, they started kicking up. Uh, uh, Bam is uh, averaging – let me just get my notes. Bam is averaging uh, 19 points, nine uh, nine boards, and then five assists, and just under a combined two steals and two blocks per game. And 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 Jimmy, Jimmy is averaging nearly 21 uh, 21 points, nine boards, nine assists, while posting like you know four triple doubles, I think so far. This was last year, um, or he's doing it this year. So he's 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 I think he's worthy of a spot. Um, and then I think uh, at least one of the two should swap out for like Chris Paul if Devin Booker made it. So one of the Suns is at least represented. You know, Booker started out to a slow start too, but again, they went to they went to Phoenix rather than Miami. And I don't think anyone from Miami made it. To Hero didn't make it. Um, yeah, I don't see any heat. Yeah, I think AJ, Miami think? was just like I don't know tired after uh, their championship run, and they aren't sneaking up on anybody. So. They're kind of people are playing harder against Miami, 
And, you know, their record is under 500. So I'm not really losing uh, too much sleep. But the Raptors are kind of sneaky good. Uh, Siakam averaging 20 points uh, very efficiently. OG Ananobi broke out. He, he broke out last year. He's still breaking out this year. Uh, uh, I mean, 14 points a game, but he's he's uh, making defensive plays, moving the ball, uh, contributing to wins on a playoff team. Uh, and Fred Van Fleet, uh, probably maybe the top, you know, top snub on that Raptors team. But yeah, th- those are my, uh, the, the Raptors uh, underappreciated this year. Agreed. Yeah, definitely agreed. I, I I hadn't even noticed that Van Fleet made it. I thought he actually made the reserves. When I was reading off, I might have put his name in there. But yeah, no, that's true. Right? No representation for the Raptors either. Uh, Stark. Ronnie's going to love this, and the rest of you guys are going to be extremely surprised, but I'm going to be blunt. The Miami Finals run seems to be a Mickey Mouse Finals appearance. It, the Miami Heat seem to be like frauds, and I'm going to be honest with you. Bam and Jimmy did not deserve to make the All-Star game, neither of them. Jimmy, I'll start with him because he deserved it less than Bam. Jimmy missed a lot of time, and it wasn't his fault with the COVID restrictions and catching COVID and stuff. It isn't his fault, but he just missed too much time, and even... With him here, the Heat are losing games and they're under 500 still by three games. I don't believe any of them. Like, they're putting up good stats, but like I said, when you look at the rest of the league, they're performing the same stat-wise, but their teams are actually winning games. Same thing goes with Ben. He missed less time than Jimmy and has a better argument to make the All-Star game than Jimmy. But in my opinion, Bam was respectfully cut a little bit short because of the Miami Heat's record. You can say what you want about them missing their time losing games, but even when they're coming back, I'm seeing it. They're still losing games. I've actually been watching the Heat. And Hero was good, but I don't think he was all-star good. He was right underneath them in regards to that. But yeah, bluntly, I don't believe that the Heat deserved all-stars, and I hope that they turn it around because they do not look like the team that represented the East in the finals last year. And right now, they look like a product of the bubble, in my opinion. Sorry, not sorry. Riley, pretty harsh person. <laughs> and uh, I don't completely disagree, man. I really don't. Because that year was so unusual. That 2020 year was by far the strangest year in not only NBA history, but sports history overall. And seeing what the Heat did, yeah, I was rooting for them a little bit. I was hoping that this uh, young squad would come together and somehow dethrone the King and the Lakers dynasty that could be i'm not you know too early to say the word dynasty but the lakers dominance in the league um i'm surprised i'm certainly surprised they're not in the playoff spot at the moment um they could make a playoff spot there's still plenty of games to play you know second half schedules just coming out so we're figuring those out but um biggest surprise for me is those new york knicks you know a great defensive team you know, you got Julius Randle, as I mentioned earlier, solid player. They're figuring it out with their young guys, you know, RJ Barrett. You know, they're going to piece this thing together little by little. They do need a star. They've been in trade rumors. They've been in the Beal rumors. You know, they're going to try to compete as time goes on, whether it be next year, whether it be the year after. But they're setting a precedent. They're setting a precedent that New York basketball not only succeeds in Brooklyn, but it could succeed in MSG as well. So it's great to see that. Um, 
you know, with the second half coming up, those teams that have always been in it, like the Miami Heat, I think they're eventually going to rebound and get that playoff spot. And you may see a team like the Knicks fall off, but as of now, you got to give them some props for where they're at. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, it, it just sucks that, you know, they have Thibodeau, who's uh, investing all of his minutes into Alfred Payton and, and Rose and not developing uh, Emmanuel quickly. Um, and, 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 and just letting those teams make mistakes and letting the young ones make mistakes with the team. You know, I get he wants to win games and that's what he's brought on for, but that team isn't going to develop if he's not developing the young kids. And if he waits until the summer to do so with any, with no real game experience, they're going to be sitting on the bench until they're like, what? To the rookie extension, to the rookie, uh, rookie deals over. It's going to be like three, four years before they even touch the court with starter minutes. Or even yeah, and just yeah, and and or he'll 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 showcase them somewhat and then get them uh, uh, traded. So all to play with Derrick Rose and, and 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 try to you know fix whatever issue he has subconsciously by ruining Derrick Rose's career. I said it, uh, Ronnie. What do you think? Sorry, I was facing my mouth there. But um, yeah, like what Sark said, I totally agree with what he said. One, because literally, yes, Jimmy Butler had the COVID issues, but Bam did not. If you really think about it, Bam probably missed like two games with injury, I think. But if your team is like, you know, playoff ready to make the finals, you should be like, you know, all-star ready every season if you make the finals. Come on now. literally. I, that's what I don't get about like that that year Miami team. Yes, 2020 was a was a psychotic season, but come on now. If you have like two stars and you call, of course, Miami would call Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo their two stars. You should have them making the All Star game by no means necessary. But yeah, man, it's just this is crazy because last year the Sixers wasn't fully healthy, and we both know if the Sixers was healthy. Miami would even made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I don't think, I'm going to say right now, I don't think my Celtics would have made it past that, that round either if they had their full squad. But, yeah, I'm not surprised that Bam didn't make it or Jimmy. I'm pretty surprised about some players on, like, you know, different, like some other teams. I can't, yeah, uh, what's his name? Okay, I, I, I got two more for you. I got two more for you. What would you say? Shay, uh, actually, yeah, Shai yeah. is actually surprising because he's been like, you know, the only star on that team who's been balling on that team, dropping like, you know, multiple points every game, collecting like, you know, triple doubles here and there. But like, you know, it's just crazy. But, you know, they're going to get they're going to get theirs sooner or later. I will include this. I, I didn't mean what I said about Jimmy and Bam as like, just because your team isn't in the playoffs, you shouldn't have an all-star. I didn't mean it like that. I meant it in the sense that this team was in the finals last season and they had huge expectations for this season. Like someone like Shy, I, in my opinion, I'm not saying just because he's not a playoff team that he doesn't deserve it because he certainly does too, but he doesn't have those expectations that the Miami had. A lot of their fans were acting like they were going back easily. And Ronnie, um, what you said um, about the Sixers possibly not winning, we're happy you did beat us. You spared us of another year of Brett Brown, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> yeah, I got I got two more big uh, big snubs. Um, Chris Middleton from the Bucks. 
throughout the first half of the season, this man was uh, 21, six and six on 52, 45, 94 shooting splits with the Bucks team. You know, they went through a losing, uh, losing streak, like the past, like six games. But again, this is why I have a problem with fan voting. They have short-term memory. They, they will move past such great, you know, shooting this man has done in like the first seven weeks of the season and then just look at his last games like, well, he played like trash. Uh, let's move for the All-Star game and look at the last three games and see how he did. No, 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 no. Look at the man's body of work and what he's done and what he's capable of. And and I, I think Middleton should have been added as well. Um, and and, and um, we'll touch on two, the last two as well. So Middleton and also DeMontis Bonus. Yo. So Bonus has been a monster. This man has been a monster. He's been averaging 21 points, 11 boards, five assists per game on 0.595 true shooting, <laughs> which is which if you guys understand stats, it's unreal. It's um, it's it's those numbers are just crazy. And then to miss the All Star game. In so, my opinion, Sabonis was the most. My, he was like my biggest snub in my opinion. He was close to 22, close to 12 wow, boards, really? close to six assists. In my opinion, he's one of my biggest snubs because of the pure fact that mm-hmm. he's the star of Indiana now. Now that Oladipo mm-hmm. got traded, he's their star. And he's doing a good job. The Pacers are winning games. They're in the and, playoffs, yeah. And they're in the playoffs. I think Sabonis should be there. I, I would have switched him with uh, Vucevic because I Vucevic is putting wrote... up numbers, but oh, Vucevic, Vucevic is putting up numbers. Now, Vucevic yeah, is nice, just, too, but yeah. Sabonis we'll have a free fall, in my opinion. I, I like numbers in the context of winning. Yeah, I, I would have loved to see Sabonis make it, especially because he's that star with Oladipo out. I think he mm-hmm. deserved to be there, especially because the All-Star game was supposed to be in Indiana if it yeah. weren't for Kobe. And he has that mm-hmm. uh, European legacy, so he can mm-hmm. spread the game kind of like Luka. And he, and he is a two-time All-Star. He made it last year, too. I, I can't believe they left him off this time. <laughs> also, uh, the, what's, what's fair to mention is, like, what happened to these guys that were like, I'm not down with the all-star game. I don't want to play the all-star game. Like what happened? Are they, did they change Money. their minds? That can yeah. fire yes. got introduced. Oh, like, Hold on. Yeah. Y'all because I was thinking, you know, like, all right, when they announced the snubs and they said like, these guys didn't make it, I was thinking to myself, well, what about these guys that like, didn't say they wanted to play the game? What if they back out? Maybe there's an opportunity for them to get in that way. So, I mean, maybe we should pay attention to that over the next couple of days. I don't know if it's too late to have that conversation at this point, but it's kind of weird that that conversation kind of ended right then and there. I guess that had a lot to do with Chris Paul being an excellent, excellent union rep for the league. I mean, he really brought this league together and said like, hey, you know, let's do this for the league. Let's do this for the betterment. Let's do this for the fans. And I, I, I got to say, Chris Paul has been holding it together through the bubble and all the way up until this point. He needs to like stay on his union rep even after he retires. Like they're not gonna find a better union rep than him. Uh, Ronnie, thoughts on Demontis Sabonis and Chris Middleton? Yeah, like Stark said, man, he's been wowing this year. Even last year, he's he's the biggest snub right now. And I'll say that with a passion. One because every time when the Celtics face him, and you know, of course, I'm a Celtics fan. I'm always gonna say that. This man has been dropping, like, triple-doubles on us, like, basically every game. He's been dropping, like, 20, 30, grabbing, like, 16, 15 boards, getting some assists. And he's literally the star of the Pacers now, as Sark said. If you're putting stars on the all-star team and who's dropping buckets, he should definitely make the team. 
Me personally, I don't I don't shed any love off of Chris Middleton not making it because how the team is exactly what you know they made the playoffs last year and they're supposed to be nasty in East and they're losing like mad games. Yes, he may be scoring buckets, but like your team needs to be like, you know, as enough as okay for you to like, you know, make the all-star game. Or maybe I might be wrong. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll say this. I'll say next year. I'll say this about that situation. The Pacers are in fourth. The Bucks are in third. Yes, Middleton's playing great, but without Giannis, is he holding that weight? He's not holding that weight at all. Absolutely not holding that weight at all. Meanwhile, Sabonis, with no one close to Giannis on his team, is right under the Bucks right now. They're right there with them. Mm-hmm. And that says I, a lot about Sabonis. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's, that's, that's a good, that's a good segue. And then look at it as, I don't know, I'm, I feel like when I watch the Sixers games against the Pacers, Sabonis is just hitting threes from near half court on us, and I, I, I literally want to bro. turn the game off. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a good segue into the next topic. So now we're going to talk about uh, uh, biggest surprise. So we're halfway through the season. What are you, who are you, what teams What teams are you surprised are so cohesive and doing well? What players that broke out are you guys surprised about through halfway through the year? Um, and um, who's disappointed? What disappointments do you guys have, AJ? Mm, you know, I gotta start with the Nets. I'm giving them that A plus for getting James Harden. I didn't think they were gonna get him. I thought they gave gave up too much to get him. I thought they may have ruined their chances. But you know, don't underestimate the waiver uh, wire market and the buyout market. We try and get Boogie Cousins, baby. Once we get Boogie Cousins out here, it's a wrap. Now he's now he's gonna get a, a ring, but he might go to. Uh, I know about that. LA. AJ. That man been going <laughs> well, on some ringy teams. That man hasn't been, hasn't been doing nothing. That man always gets know, injured right? on a team. I know. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. He might be a curse. I oh god. Hey man, we'll we'll, we'll take it, man. Frick it. <laughs> because I don't know. He he was uh, doing good with the Rockets, and. Uh, uh, he didn't want to die on the Rockets, so we'll take it. Even he, if, even if he's not the starter, he can come in for relief off the bench for uh, DeAndre Jordan. Take some minutes off him. Um, Bruce Brown, love love the way he's fitting in with James Harden. He's not that much of a three point shooter, so he's not like technically a three and D guy, but he's a good off screen, uh, uh, backdoor cutter, and off ball uh, screener, and you know. He'll catch, he'll catch the ball, not shoot it, but drive. He has a nice little floater. Uh, he almost scored 30 points uh, last game. Hey, my uh, man, you justifying him as your pickup in fantasy basketball right now? Because let's just check the roster. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> because <laughs> well, now, yeah, now they're finding like, the space on the floor. crazy so much. I had to go look on it look real quick. Like, <laughs> now he's finding his spaces on the floor because uh, he can just spread out to the three and, you know, spread the defense out that way but he could also cut keep people honest um and you know and he is their you know defensive stopper and i don't know how he's gonna hold up against the top offensive threats in the league but you know all he has to do is do a sufficient job but uh other teams i like the raptors i thought they were gonna be out of playoff contention with you know two years removed from Kawhi, but, you know, they have nice wing development with the uh, Siakam and Ananobi, Norman Powell as well. Uh, the baby bulls out there putting it together, Colby White, uh, Zach Levine, um, Lowry. I don't know. Maybe they might trade him. <clears throat> and, you know, maybe they might trade Porzingis. I don't like the way he, how he's missing all these games. 
he's not uh, he's not the defensive guy he used to be and maybe he's still a little uh, hesitant on that knee but I don't know if the Mavericks could get some good assets they maybe should look to trade Porzingis Okay, good, 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 good analysis. I mean, I'm a little heavy-handed on the Bruce Brown. I mean, I was, I saw him on the waiver wire this morning. I was like, he's a man. top pickup, even without me picking him up. Man, I was like, sleep. I pressed my alarm button, <laughs> stuck. I just gotta ask real quick: Are we including the disappointments in this? Yeah, I guess you. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So yeah. there's four teams I want to talk about real fast. Don't worry, I won't be too long. Um, I'll start off. I'll make the Sixers one quick. Going into this season, if you would have told me it would have came down to so far Joel Embiid and LeBron James for an MVP candidacy, I'd be surprised because I love Joel Embiid, but I never thought he was at this level. And you can compare him at this point to Shaq and Hakeem Olajuwon for the season that he's averaging. He's Apparently had a top 20 game in NBA history the other night when he scored 50. His TS percentage is high. Um, he also passed Michael Jordan for most points in a 36-minute game. That's that. Like, he averages over 30 points per game per 36 minutes, which is more than Jordan. And um, I'm just proud of him as a player because I never would have thought he would have took his game to this level. And I'm also proud of the team. Under Doc Rivers, under a new coach, it's hard to get adjusted. But the team is first in the conference. And they're slowly but surely getting it together and winning against some pretty good teams. I'm proud of them. A team I want to talk about. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but me and Ronnie have done nothing but compliment each other's teams today. <laughs> a lot of respect there. But I really like the Boston Celtics and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I wanted to discuss about Jalen Brown real quick because he upped his game to a whole different level this year. And I'm happy that both of them had all-star appearances because they definitely deserve it. However, I'm disappointed in everybody in that organization that's not named Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Brad Stevens looks like Brett Brown from last year, in my opinion. The Celtics are under 500 right now, which is shocking because they have that talent that they have. They have multiple defensive players that can get the job done. You have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown scoring. What and, happened to Kemba Walker? Which is what I was just about to say. I don't know where Charlotte Kemba went, but... Kemba looks terrible these past couple games. Even the games he scores 20 points in, he takes like 25, 30 shots to get there. And I'm extremely disappointed in the rest of the Celtics outside of those two all-stars that definitely did deserve their spots. And I don't know. I just thought the Celtics were going to be a lot better. They still have time to turn it around with a lot of games left. And Brad Stevens may just be the most overrated coach in the league. A lot of people have respect for him and stuff, but he does not look too good right now. I've been saying this! <laughs> And another disappointment, I'm going to lightly touch upon this one because we mentioned them earlier, the Heat, big disappointments, uh, going from finals to fighting for a playoff spot. And they have the same stars, the same lineup base. So I don't know what happened there. Like I said, product of Orlando. And lastly, I'll talk about the Knicks Damn real that fast. Mike. <laughs> I'll talk about the Knicks real fast. The Knicks are exceeding expectations. They were projected to be a lottery team and – they're doing their thing right now. I think that the Knicks deserve to have Julius Randle in the all-star game because they're competing for a playoff spot when no one thought that they would. Nice to see both New York teams succeeding this year. But yeah, those are the teams that I wanted to lightly discuss about. I ain't going to let, let them fly, fly, slide into being a lottery team. He's going to be like, oh, another rookie. <laughs> another rookie you got to put on the bench. 
Uh, like, I'm gonna grab more bulls so we could win. I will agree with exactly. you in that regard, though. They need to develop Emmanuel quickly better, and his rotations have not been the best, in my opinion. They could be even better than what they are yeah, right now. That team, care, but it's 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 tip, so you know, it's what this what is what they pay for. <laughs> Riley, run them into the ground and then have to use them exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you one team we got to put some respect on their name, and that is the Charlotte Hornets. Hey. Everyone said there's no way in hell that Jace, that Gordon Hayward stays healthy. There's no way in hell, right? The guy's played 20, he's played 28 games. Like, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to stay on the court, which is something that he's had the hardest time doing all these years. I actually think he's leading the team in points. Like, he has the highest points average on the team. Terry Rozier, same deal. I mean, Ronnie knows Terry Rozier quite well. But uh, Terry Rozier is playing well. And then you got the top, you got the top rookie in the league on that team. So they're a fun team to watch. Um, honestly, I'm rooting for them a bit. It's fun to see that these pieces are coming together. I'm happy, you know, even forget Gordon Hayward. As I said, the dude has been through injury after injury, a lot of scary injuries too. So thankful that he's on the court and also leading the team in points. Um, as you said, we went to talk about uh, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, a team I root for. Um, with the whole Christos Porzingis deal that's going on here, I think he unfollowed the team on social media, supposedly. Uh, supposedly. There's always those rumors. You know, if you scroll through Facebook, you'll see 10,000 rumors about this guy unfollowed this team, that guy unfollowed this team, that guy unfollowed this team, whatever. So I don't know how much truth there is to that. But with that being said, them trading a guy like that, there could be some value that comes back. But you got to start building around Luca, man. You got to get this guy another all-star guy, man. Start building at least a big two, a big three. Like, give the guy some help. Like, we were watching the game last night, that amazing buzzer beater. Sorry, Ronnie, again. But, hey, like, paid. Guy... <laughs> paid. But um, the guy needs help. You know, right now they're nice. Are they going to pull off a trade? I would love to see it happen. Time to step it up for the Dallas Mavericks. So you have one surprise in the Hornets, and the Dallas Mavericks are my disappointment. You know, I think they, I think they are, they, they're shopping Porzingis as per what I just read. Um, but Cuban says they're not. It would be dope if they traded Porzingis for Wiseman just straight up. Um, developing him you know i know luca wants to win but if they started developing that core you know luca's still young what is he, like 24 or something like that uh maybe 24 23 22 he's like 22 20, yeah. he's really young. never he mind the nba early <laughs> you're right never mind so if they traded porzingis for wiseman straight up and developed that core they're gonna be they'll, they'll be scary you know they'll be a scary team especially if they you know if they fall out and they get a lottery pick next year i told you guys this upcoming draft is stacked um, it's really guard heavy, but there's a lot of good bigs in this draft that can stretch the floor. So if they can get like a couple, like a Greg Brown, or if they get like a Imani Bates, they'll be, they'll be pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Ronnie, biggest, uh, surprise, biggest, biggest disappointment. All right, let's go. Hold up. Give me a second. All right. That was good. All right. So biggest disappointment. I'm going to the to my team. What the hell is going on here? You got 
Milwaukee shooting breaks. You got Marcus Smart being injured, and then you got Brad Stevens losing control of the whole team. I don't know if you just noticed, but if you guys go on, I think one of our pages on Instagram of like one of our fan pages, you can hear Jason Tatum in an interview and somebody in the background wailing, doing throwing stuff around, and you hear Brad Stevens saying, "Stop! What the hell is going on with this team?" Oh man! <laughs> Ever since we lost Gordon Hayward, everything blew up. Every time, like before, I started doing this prime stuff. I've been saying this to start. Brad Stevens and it's going to implode when he loses his baby, aka Gordon Hayward. And start him. Have I not said that? He's been saying it for a long time. Look, go, go, go to Hayward. Go to Hayward. Saw the writing on the wall. He's like, I got, I gotta go. Bro, he know, he knows, bro. That's why Gordon Hayward is only good with Brad. He can't even be good with his own coach. Man, was trapped last season. I'm surprised. Uh, biggest surprise. Uh, I'm going to stop talking about this damn team. We're going to pick it up when we fire Brad Stevens, hopefully. <laughs> Anyways, biggest surprise. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been the Knicks. Even though their rotations is terrible. Even winning games. Not going to lie to you. They beat us, surprisingly. Yeah. They beat the Nets once. That's with KD and them. I think only KD didn't play that game. I think it was just James Harden and Kyrie. I think. I'm not sure. But they did beat them. They also beat – I think they they got close to being the Sixers too. Surprising. And they beat Miami. I'm just to wank. Not to um, rain on your parade, but the Sixers beat them by 20. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least they play hard every every yeah, – yeah, But possession. they do play hard. I'll give them that. They do play hard. They didn't give yeah, up man, that game. Like, I don't they got no center to deal with JoJo. Who, who, who they got? Mr. Robinson? Yeah, skinny Mitch Robinson. That man going to fall down. He's broken hand, man. That's true. But, like, you know, feel me? It was really close at halftime and stuff, though. Like, we didn't run away till the end. So, I guess you can say that point is fair. Like, there really was a close game. Yeah. The Knicks are going crazy this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if they actually hit probably above, like, eighth place in the the seeding. They probably – with the league side, the league is going down right now in the East. I see the Bucks falling, and I see the Knicks going up to, like, probably, like, fifth or sixth place. And I'm saying that now. Because, Mm -hmm. one, yes, the, the Wizards are coming back. But come on now, once if let's let's not say this, but if Bradley Bill gets injured, what what's gonna go on? What's gonna go on with this team? Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook can damnly damnly carry a team. He can't do it. He tried. He tried it in OKC and got killed. Yes, he brought his team to the goddamn place. They are swimming first round, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's just, hopefully the Celtics are gonna pick it up sooner or later. Hopefully. Hope Can I add one more? Shoot. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I- I'm surprised none of you guys bought this up, but the San Antonio Spurs, I know DeMar DeRozan mm, was looking at the All-Star him. game. Yeah. They're fifth in the West, and the West is competitive. The West is packed, and the Spurs are a top five seed in that conference. And that yeah. goes- DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker. Mm-hmm. Who's that? It goes a-, a lot to Kendall, John- Ken- Kel- Kendall Johnson. Kelvin Johnson. Yeah, Kelvin Johnson. Vesley. And in my Just opinion, a this is the product, a product of Popovich's coaching. I, I believe that no one else has. He ain't a like fraud those. like a Belichick. Yeah, he's not a fraud. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yo, it's not even wow. football no more. That's tough. You know That's what? I'm happy. Stuff. I'm happy you brought that up too because they were talking about that. I think it was on the radio today or the day before. They're like, yo, the Spurs, the Patriots, and it seems like even baseball teams like the Dodgers and Yankees 
they're there all the time. So the Spurs always have that standard. Like, you feel like they're always there, so they don't feel like a surprise, but they truly are this year. <laughs> exactly. It's Popovich's coaching, in my opinion. Like, those players are playing nice, but they don't have as much talent as a lot of those other teams or even the star power. Like, they're ahead of some really good teams in uh, top five in the West. It goes to show how good of a coach Popovich is, in my opinion. Yeah, I think yeah. They, they had 20 seasons straight making the playoffs. They didn't make it, I think, last year to break it, but they're about to start an, uh, another 20-year uh, run. Yeah, it's funny because they were close last yeah, year. Yeah, add on how that team beat that Celtics with Jason and Jalen playing. Ah, fire breath, Steven. Tragedy. DeJounte Murray is so long, and he, he has a good nose for the ball, especially when he's guarding the, the main ball handler. It's a nightmare. It's honestly yeah, insane to me that they're ahead of the t- teams like the Trailblazers, Nuggets, Warriors, Mavericks, Grizzlies. Like, all those teams have oh, a lot I'm, of I'm, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised they're ahead of the Trailblazers. Like, Dame is just willing that team that wins. And but the imagine when they're healthy. Better, their bench is healthy, but – Carmelo's just... giving buckets. And do you think <laughs> yeah, Gary Trent yeah. Jr.? Gary Trent, yeah. Uh, Gary Trent is so streaky. He's solid, but he's just – I'm afraid that they're going to throw – five most improved. Yeah, but everybody he's going to want – I think he has a contract year, so he's going to he's gonna want like 11, 12, 13 mil. But he's got to be more consistent. Like I had him – I had him on my team like a couple weeks ago, and, and, and my man's – he's killing it, but – he he fell off again, and and I can't I can't deal with the inconsistency. But a team that I think was a big surprise this year, I I wrote them off. I thought they were gonna take a little bit more time. Was uh, uh the, the Hornets? Yo, the Hornets, the Heat, and the Bulls are all tied for the eight spot right now. Like the Heat and the Bulls, I mean the Bulls and the uh, Hornets are like fourteen and sixteen right now for the record. Um, so they're right there, and. Like like you guys said, I don't think this that the Knicks are gonna leapfrog up to the Bucks. I think the Bucks will maintain their spot, especially with Drew coming back. So if Drew comes back and 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 they they uh, remain consistent, they keep that defensive intensity up. Giannis is turning up. That man is hitting free throws now. So you know the whole league's in trouble. Um, I think he's at the what sixty five to seventy percent right now for his free throws. Yeah, which is no need to interrupt, but I know uh, if y'all go way back to the game where. We face him. That man could not hit a free throw to save his life. Yeah, yeah. we'll have a game where he shoots maybe two or seven or. Uh, yeah, but he's crazy. I think he's brought it up the past like couple games. Like he's uh, they've been losing, but he's been like using it as practice. So this man is basically going through the hyperbolic time chamber right now and just going getting back in the form. But uh, yeah, no, the Hornets, like you guys said, uh, Hayward, Scary Terry, the bench. Uh, Bridges, uh, Washington, have been just killing it. Like, and that the the whole team's clicking with, with Bismarck Biombo. Yo, Lamelo La, La, La Ball resurrected Bismarck Biombo's career. Like, he's playing so well next to that kid. It's not even like it's not even funny. And I was like, AJ, I tell you, I was the biggest advocate for Lamelo to play big minutes early on, and Ooh, they kept playing Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham, he's He's he a hurt. good. He's a good scorer. He. Uh, we're not gonna talk about that. We know he hurt, and <laughs> and he, he's hurt. His his shot look hurt when in the beginning of the oh. season, but <laughs> James Borrego just keep put him out there. He'll, he'll shoot. Shooter's gonna shoot. He'll get boy. And I'm like, yo, give the rookie some run. Give the rookie some run. Like I think, I think uh, all the rookies need run. 
Denny needs some run from Scott Brooks. But again, he's another he's another charity case in in uh, in, in Washington. Same he as Brad Stevens. Three on the but, Lakers to yeah, pull the head lead. The rotations, his rotations, the rotations are garbage, and and I don't know. Somebody needs to slap both of them. And I think I think Jordan slapped James Borrego and said, "Put that boy in, put that boy in right now, and look what he's doing. Look what that man's doing. <laughs> he's like I think he's leading like rookies in three points, uh, three pointers made, or that team in three pointers made." And people were saying his shot looked broke. It's got a hitch in it, but you can you can get through that over the summertime. He's still all the ball boys bucks. got a hitch in his shot. <laughs> all the ball boys exactly got a hitch in his shot, but it's, it's still going. It's still wet. So it's still wet. Um, biggest disappointment. Uh, it's kind of hard because I, I always want to turn into the East because the East is so weak. But um, biggest disappointment in the West is I would say the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Jokic is having an MVP season. MVP season. Um, uh, Jamal Murray finally got back to form, but their bench is so trash. Jeremy Grant They're, is sorely missed. Exactly. Yo, they missed that, man. Yo, if, they, if he turned up and broke out this year, that team would probably be top three in the West. But the, the bench and the Malone, it has there's something going on with, with Michael Porter Jr. and the team. They don't like his views. And, you know, everyone got through Kyrie's views and talk about flat earth. And, you know, they let that man sage every uh, every home game. So there's there's enough room. For, there's enough room to, you know, bring in these kooky kids. Um, but MPJ is not getting the burn he should get. And Malone, I don't know. I think I don't think he likes him. I don't think he likes him. I don't think he likes his views. I don't think they like what he's about, especially being in Colorado. You know, Denver is a very free state. Um, AJ's been there. He knows. Uh, been there yet? Well, uh, David's been there. You're right. Timmons has been there. Tim's been there. Timmons <laughs> knows how free it is there. Shout out to Wisconsin. Colorado. Um, shout out, shout out to Tim and Timmons out here. Um, but they've been a big disappointment, especially how they turned up in the bubble last year, like reverse three owing the 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 Clippers and just knocking them out, getting Doc fired. There's, there's so much to love about what they did like eight months ago. <laughs> John's loving this, but um, but the biggest, biggest, biggest surprise, biggest disappointment. Uh, any closing thoughts you guys have, AJ? Hmm, closing thoughts. I do. I like how the season's going so far. Nothing too crazy. Uh, COVID's it's postponing games, but it's not you know completely derailing the 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 season. Um, I'm liking the Nets. I'm thinking we could win you know a couple chips up in here. You know I me. Mean? Um, LeBron is probably the biggest, uh, uh, threat to that. The jazz, if they enter the playoffs healthy, they might, you know, give people, uh, a run for their money. But right now I'm sitting easy on the nets. Start. I personally think that the biggest threat in the Eastern conference to your nets will be the Sixers. If they play to their potential. I don't see anybody on your team right now, unless you guys make some transactions that can guard Joel Embiid. So I think it's going to be a really fun series because it's going to be hard to stop Durant, Harden, Kyrie if they're all hot. But Embiid and the paint centers are going to play a big part in that series if we match it. It'd be a great series. Even if, if it happens, one of us could be upset early. You never know what happens. But closing thoughts, I want to touch upon what Anthony said real quick. And I think Mike Malone needs to release the bull bull <laughs> as well. I'd love to see him get some minutes. 
But yeah, that's just my thoughts on that so far. For sure, yeah. Release Bobo. That man is a cannon. He he's a shooter. He's a shooter. He looks so and funny like, running on the court, especially when he's dribbling he, too. I know he does look like, very lanky running through the court. Like, quick random like, shout out. <laughs> quick random shout out to Desmond Bain. I, you can ask Ronnie before the draft. I really wanted him on my team so badly, and this man was wild in draft. I was, was so like, mad when we got Maxi. <laughs> I like Maxie's doing his thing. He's doing all right, but I wanted Bane so bad because he could contribute quickly and he's making a lot of his three pointers. And like yeah, he would I fit good to, on that six or two. He would fit he perfectly because uh, his defense, Seth too. Curry. Like, mm. but right behind Seth Curry, it would have been a great pickup for us. But quick shout out to him because he's doing his thing in Memphis. And I like keeping track of rookies that I like coming out of college into the NBA and seeing him play as good as he is so soon was great. Agreed. Agreed. He's, he's, he's definitely a gem. Uh, Riley. I think it, what you have to talk about here is due to the shorter offseason, you know, it was a real quick turnaround into the season. You really, really weren't able to get those real blockbuster trades going. So I feel like this trade deadline is going to be big. It's going to be fun. You're going to see guys move left and right. Um, we've been hearing rumors for months. So I would like to see it transpire. And honestly, as a fan, I want to see guys traded left and right. Let's Let's see where it goes and – Honestly, like it's say we said, like a team like the Knicks, if maybe they could pick up a guy, they move up the ranks. Um, you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be some teams that we're not talking to Walker for a piece of change. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure that they'll do it. Like they'll. I'm do... sure he's gonna be on the market, Ronnie. I don't want this man on my team anymore. Get him out of here. <laughs> Buy him out. Look, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I agree, Ronnie. I agree. But I, and, and I, in closing as well, you know, as much as we're going to see trades, I also want to shout out the NBA. Like, no matter what is going on with, as I brought up earlier, players that don't want to play the All-Star game or the All-Star going or All-Star game having issues going in, the NBA still has the best All-Star game in sports all around. Like, way better than baseball. Way better than I mean, football at this point just needs to delete the Pro Bowl, like completely delete it, like just create something else. Literally, and I don't think people really go out of their way to watch an NHL game. The NHL game is decent, it's not too bad, it's pretty fun to watch. They split it up amongst divisions and stuff. But the NBA is the creme de la creme of all star games. Keep it going, NBA, set the standard. These LEs got to pick it up. Yeah, man, I'm definitely trying to see, like, some big trades uh, going into the deadline. Um, I would love to you see know. you guys get Bradley Beal or try to, Riley, because Beal would be a perfect fit next to Luka. And like you said before, you need that second oh, star. Oh, no. Bradley yeah. Beal and Luka? Jesus that'd be a Christ. Great, that'd be a great scoring duo, in my opinion. I think you guys should try it. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'm, I'll call up Mark Cuban right now and see what I can do. Tell him send him a Porzingis to, to, <laughs> to, to Washington. Uh, Ronnie, five closing thoughts. Hey, 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 man. Listen, by the end of this trade deadline, I better see Kemba Walker off this damn team. I swear. Well, I want both of them off the team. I want to Steven and Kemba. Two for one deal. <laughs> but um, what Riley said, I'm actually happy of the NBA right now. Even though this COVID issue is still going, nothing's getting shut down, nothing, no bubble is being talked about right now. I hope that doesn't happen because then we're going to have another Miami Heat. Freaking playoff running it. Ooh, I lied because the Sixers are back. But yeah, man, I'm happy with the NBA, how it's going. I'm happy how, like, you know, 
there's like, you know, some teams who nobody would ever think that would go off is going crazy right now, like the Knicks and the Hornets. Um, uh, I, just, I just hope the trade deadline just helps a lot of teams out right now. I hope, like, you know, the Sixers get, like, you know, some shoot, some, like, you know, shooters. Hope, like, you know, the Nets get some some players on that team that's not James Harden or Katie or Kyrie. Playing Just the numbers. tall people. Oh, no, we do not wish for that. They're OP <laughs> enough. Hassan Whiteside. No, we don't. They don't need Yo, more star power. Let them play themselves. Hassan Whiteside. That man is trash. Oh, please get what him. And people have 70. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told. But that's basically enough for me, man. All right, boys. Um, also, shout out to Tiger Woods. I don't know if you guys heard yesterday he was in a terrible car accident, uh, single car uh, rollover. Um, they had to use a Jaws of Light to get him out. Um, and he's had so far extensive uh, leg surgery. Um, multiple and he's, compound you know, fractures on his leg. Multiple compound fractures. And he's already had like five back surgeries already. So hopefully he can, you know, and he's 45. So hopefully he can, you know, uh, Recover quickly. So, you know, shout out to him and prayers to him and his family at this time. Prayers, man. Tiger Woods. Shout out to T Woods. Experience a car accident. So, with that, it has been real. We will catch you guys later. Surprise Sports. I'm Wallace. Signing off from the boy AJ. Yeah, yeah. Keep it going. Stark. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Let's go, Sixers. Riley. Like, comment, Subscribe. Not or else. Just do it. Ronnie. Hey, man. Something's getting together, man. Uh, Yeah, like, you know, like, comment, subscribe. And you guys forgot to, sh- to, like, share, man. You know, put this in your bios, you know? Let it be known. But yeah. For sure, for sure, guys. Let's try to get this up to 100 likes. If we do, again, if you comment, we'll uh, have a little giveaway for the top commenter. Maybe throw throw your comment up on the uh, on the uh, on the slide, and we will catch you guys later. Signing off.